think Winter's coming in with a vengeance. It's mm. like we didn't have a, a we didn't very have, big autumn. No, we had not much autumn. It's almost like that stereotypical summer, winter, two-season year. It's getting that way, even here. I don't like it. I like to ease into my seasons. <laughs> I went and saw the Fagus. I went up and saw the turning of the Fagus. Yeah. And some of it was still green, like still quite green yeah, wow. when I went. And that was the 26th. Yeah. So, like, you know, yeah. normally it's quite turning yeah. at that stage. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, I remember thinking, oh, I hope that you see some mm. still, like still with leaves. Yeah. It was. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Some of it was still green. I mean, I'd be, like, when I first walked, <laughs> when I first walked in, so I went to Lake Fenton. Yeah. And I looked and I saw all the green and I was like, oh, this is, might be a disappointing turning of the Vegas. But yeah. there's a walk that we've never done um, called the Vegas Walk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and like along that walk was where it was quite yellow okay. and there was even some reds. So it was oh, nice. quite pretty. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. go up and do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it doesn't snow on 20, 2023. <laughs> it's you don't necessarily probably. have to see Vegas. I'd go and see Naked Vegas. <laughs> with naked, Vegas. <laughs> naked Vegas. That's what this episode can be called. Naked that's Vegas. Our winter. That's our win that's what we're gonna do for the solstice. Naked Vegas. <laughs> just this tree branch, just wave it around. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What witchy thingies are you up to? I did a kind of ritual well, I didn't do a ritual in Sawin. I listened to a spooky podcast. <laughs> and just because um, I was studying, but I took that time and I went outside at one point and just looked at the moon because it was getting close to new. It was, yeah. Then, I, so I went out and tried to see it. I don't think I could. I think it might have even been new on the. Mm. Went out and bathed in the no moonlight <laughs> for five minutes. Yeah, and then listened, just listened to a scary podcast. Oh, excellent. And then had to watch something soothing afterwards, even though it wasn't a wasn't the scariest podcast I listened to, but I try not to listen after like five o'clock at night <laughs> so I don't get frightened. What else have I been doing? Studying is wrapping up, so I'm, I'm glad to I'll have some more time to do some more things. I have been reading The Lost Art of Heart Navigation and it's a book of shamanism. It's by... Okay, I'll look at it properly. It's actually called The Lost Art of Heart Navigation, a Modern Shaman's Field Manual by Jeff D. Nixa, N-I-X-A. Yeah, and it's about shamanism. It's about a certain path that this man has had, I won't say initiated into, but he's been taught mm -hmm. what to do. And it's sort of an amalgamation of some tradition, Native American, Native American Indian traditions that he is allowed to teach mm -hmm. and other bits and pieces. So it's not, it's not a traditional path, but he has permission to, like he had permission to write the book and the person who taught him wrote the foreword for the book and, oh, you know, so cool. it's all, like it's all above kosher. Board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's above board. He's allowed to teach this. And... I think he's also a trained psychologist as well, so it's got that. No, he's not training something else. But he's got, like, he's he trained in counselling. Oh, okay. So he's got like that spin on it as well. So it's, it's a kind bit, of healing shamanism. Yeah, and it's quite it's it's a lot about like finding your path and yeah. you know helping yourself and then bringing your gifts to the world kind of thing. Yeah, I'm really liking it so far. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, you know, speaks to me. I feel good about it I feel that it's 
follows what I believe and I'll find the link and, like, where to get it and send it to you to put in the show notes. Um, if I hadn't have read the foreword by the man, American, Native American man who taught him, I would feel a little bit funny about some of the things that he teaches because he says they come from various Native American, both North and South traditions, mm-hmm. but supposedly yep. he's done his due diligence and he only teaches what he's allowed to teach, so... Good, yeah. And he only teaches what he's done or experienced, so. Mm. That's that's important, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. he only teaches what he has done himself, really. Because, like, sometimes you read books and you think, has this person really done this thing that they're yeah. talking about? Like when we talk about in the podcast, we're pretty upfront if we have or haven't done something. Yeah. Like I'd really like to talk about shamanism, but I don't feel at all qualified to do so. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, mm. and it's also a little controversial as well. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Even the term. Yeah, but um. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's a good book, and I'm I'm quite enjoying it. About a third quarter of the way in, not very far yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I put a link to it. So Yay. that's been my main thing when I haven't been studying. Um. Yeah. So that's about all I've been doing. Mm. Well, I have been. Fighting off more than I can chew, I think. So <laughs> Yeah, you said you were going to a class and I was like, is that the second or third class she's going, oh that she's going to recently? Yeah, so one of the um, Facebook groups that I'm in, which is actually closed now and no one can join, so um, I'm not going to say their name, they uh, do regular classes. So they had one last week, like like someone, just like a member of that group gets up and they, and they talk about uh, a topic a topic yeah essentially oh, something cool. that they're passionate about and mm. and that kind of thing so like um today's was on like chanting and oh that's toning. kind of fitting yeah it was hey. actually very fitting last week's uh i woke up and they so i set my alarm for 4 45 and i woke up and they'd cancel the class and i was like damn it <laughs> so yeah that, only that would thing. suck <laughs> Yeah, it's only because that's usually in, like, Europe or America that yeah. the classes are being taken, so it's got yeah. that kind of centric time. So um, I also – You're so dedicated I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't forego sleep, although I get up really early anyway, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I do it because there's no one here doing it. Yeah. So, you know, um, yes. I'm also doing OBOD, so I, I have a fortnightly class for that or, like, a chat. Mm. Um, and then there's a uh, seed group that I meet online with also once a month. So like I've just I've just been so busy doing stuff. I'm trying to read, trying to study for the podcast, trying to work. You're um, trying to work. <laughs> trying to work. I mean, I'm working. Uh, I'm being very busy at work. And of course, with all this rain, we had a minor flood in the library. So we're now rescuing books. And you know, so I had to go to work today, even though it's a weekend and I don't work on weekends. You know, things like that. Oh, it's fine. It's yeah. all fine. I started at 7.45 on Friday and I finished it. I think it was 20 past six. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd die. Yeah. But Sawin, mm. uh, I did a Sawin ritual. I went up mm. to um, – so there's a group down the Hewan that meet up regularly and 
for a sabbat and so i yeah went to someone's house who i'd never met before and um it was beautiful like the weather stayed a what nice like it didn't start it didn't rain till after the ritual had finished which is really nice and yeah um, this terrible weather's actually quite a bit after yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah a bit after that yeah Yeah, a few days after that at least yeah a week Mm, a week yeah Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yeah so it was really nice and yeah Yeah. so that's um, good i know i've got plans to do something for uh, Whatever the hell's next. Yeah. Yeah. Yule. Yule. Yeah, which will be a, the person taking this one. So, it like, we're all very different paths. Like, there's oh, no. Cool. So, oh, I like that. So, so this style was more Wiccan. So, you go and they, like, they set it up and you. Yeah. I've just pretty much turned up. Yeah. Take what I need. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and so, then, the next one's going to be Druid. druid so, oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and then, like, the one before that, it was kind of like there were heathens there as well, so they nice. put heathen elements into it. So it's just it's a really good, casual, fun. I like that. That's a cool idea. Respectful time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what we haven't done? <laughs> Hi, I'm Liz. <laughs> and I'm Henny. <laughs> we're Witchy Bites. And we're up to episode 34. So what do we have for them today? Um, I am going to be doing witchcraft and music. It's. It was actually surprisingly hard to research just in a general way because everything was sort of satanic panic and, you know, Satanism in music. And that was basically like a <laughs> There was very few about using songs or music in, in ritual or anything like that. I might. I'm actually going to research it a bit more because some of it was really interesting but sparse. I only found a few things, interesting things, and, yeah, satanic panic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? What am I doing? Uh, I'm doing um, bin oral beats, so cool. along the music theme as well. Yay. And funnily enough, I did find some uh, devotee god sites that felt that bin oral beats was a uh, pathway to the devil. Oh, I was going to say satanic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's another thing we've come across <laughs> with this. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was surprising. I thought, it, you know, there'd be a few things like that, a few websites or news articles about, you know, the devil in music mm. and things if you did, you know, variations of witchcraft, witch music. Mm. But it was mostly that still. Like there wasn't – it was harder to find, you know, you've got general sites that have lots of tr- proper witchy information. Um, yes, music and witchcraft. Hard, hard to research, just yeah. in real general googly. Like yeah. I went quite deep into different sites and it just wasn't – surprisingly there wasn't much that was easily accessible or it was really broad and vague, mm-hmm. like use music in ritual to create an ambiance and end. The end. The end. <laughs> yeah, right. So I found a few bits and pieces. So um, do you want me to go first? I'll dive of right course, in. Of course, please. Okay, so music and witchcraft. A few little tidbits that I found that are not actually related to witchcraft at all. There's a, a genre of like trance music called witch house. Ooh. So, you know, house music, electronic music. Yeah. It's called witch house. Ooh. I thought that was interesting. I found an article called Music and the Spirit Behind It Exposing Satanism. I didn't read it. <laughs> you were like, this one's not for me. Yeah, this just doesn't work. <laughs> and I also found that. In 1993, an album was released called Music and Magic by the Fraggles, <gasps> which I thought was really cool. Okay. 
topic proper. So music is a part of most people's everyday life. Like most people have an interest in music. They, they have their favourite genre. They listen to music probably, I'd say most people listen a couple of times a week at minimum. You know, most people have some engagement with music, but we don't really think of it as something magical. Mm-hmm. Yet it has quite a, a, a magical history. It was once considered to be one of the highest forms of magic. Um, so it was music was usually created to to honor the gods or to tell mythical or creation stories or um, you know to carry the oral history of of different traditions. Yeah, so it was used to tell the story of people. Mm-hmm. So it was a way to carry so, so like you, oral tradition kind of stuff. Yeah, so. Um, if you think of, say, the bard, yeah, maybe not completely in the way that it is in modern traditions of like Obod or um, the British Druid Order or things like that, but it's based on an idea that the bard carried the oral tradition. I also know that supposedly they had to learn the genealogies of families, so they used to learn these big long lists of just who beget who kind of thing, but that was carried by the bard, so mm-hmm. by a certain class of people within um, Irish traditions. You also think of like um, Aboriginal Australians, mm. so their their songs and their dances, like their dream time expression, that's that's carried in song, like there's, there's songs that people outside of their group shouldn't know, or, but they're, and there's also songs that carry their whole history so it's a way of of recording the history of peoples which is why it's so breaking heartbreaking when you think about colonization and refusing yeah people not to speak their own language or sing their own songs Songs. it's it's really terrible history i also know like coming back to a more like personal example as well like the english also put that onto the irish the irish weren't allowed to speak irish which is not Gaelic, it's Irish, so there's a slight difference. And they weren't allowed to dance in their in that traditional form that they had. And that was also why it developed to have the arms by the side, supposedly, because it wasn't meant to be celebratory. So if they weren't having a good time, they kept their arms by their sides, then they could dance. So it's a sort of modified form, so the legend goes. I'm not sure how true that is, but that was that was what I was taught as a kid. Well, that's kind of how um, Protestant also came about from yeah. the Catholic Church. So, yeah, yeah. So I remember I was going to bring up a story here. I was thinking when I watched um, the Invasion Day ceremony this year in Australia, so that's in January, so it's our national day, which doesn't sit well with a lot of people now. Um, but there was, the Aboriginals did do, of, of Sydney, the area around Sydney where they had a national broadcast, the Aboriginal people there did a a dance and, and sang. Yeah. And it was a welcome, like it was bringing up the sun and it was actually a welcoming celebration yeah and it was really moving a to see that and to have that welcome of of these people who you know our ancestors really oppressed in some ways and also to see it it was really a really powerful dance it carried a lot of meaning and even for me who didn't understand it as much it was I could still feel that it had really great meaning yeah and um it was really yeah it was really powerful Mm mm-hmm 
So, yes, music and song can carry a lot of meaning. It can carry the history of, of different peoples and it's really special. Um, so drumming and drums were used to celebrate holy or sacred days. They were used to induce trance in ceremony or ritual, and they still are, and to herald the start of battles. So, yeah, imagine going into battle with the drums. Um, people who were musically talented were also once thought to be more spiritually gifted as well. So, I don't know, I suppose it's thought to be touched by spirit. I... And now I wouldn't subscribe to that. I'd, I, I think like most people do have musical talent, yeah, there's no doubt about it, but if you want to learn an instrument or let to sing, you, you can. Or even learn witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. um, so many religions in one way or another rely on music, especially um, as a means of cohesion within a group, so it can be used to bring people together. Yeah. Um, there are often... There would often be a lot like long lists of traditional songs that would be sung in, in a more formalised, say, church setting. And they were used to keep that aspect of, of all the information alive within the group. And and that's like that's important to use those to keep those traditions and to, to use the traditional songs. And especially for um, like an indigenous group, their songs, of course, are really important. But also if you're thinking about from a, a witchcraft point of view, you don't have to only use traditional songs. Like if we think about things like um, a more traditional kind of witchy bit of music, well, it's good to keep the tradition and to, to use that. It's, it's not the only thing. I once raised energy listening to <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> exactly. And I, like I will, I would, I'll talk about that a bit yeah. more as well. Um, yeah, and I just got written on the other bit of that page. Like you can use any music that you feel connected to or drawn to. And I'll, I'll go into ways to do that. So what about today? So although music isn't thought of as magical in mainstream modern maybe Western society today, it isn't difficult to think about and find the magical qualities of music. So a music can invoke us to feel a whole range of emotions. Often music is linked to strong feelings because of emotion. So if you've got a real strong memory of something good or bad mm-hmm. that's connected to a song or a piece of music, it's really easy to invoke it if you listen to that. It's song int- again. It's interesting because I guess when you think about it, like Christmas carols, uh, mm, even Happy Birthday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, do you have a song that reminds you of an ex or a special relative that has passed on? Maybe yeah. that was played at their funeral, even, um, and you just can't bring yourself to listen to it. Or do you have a song that makes you feel like a, a happy kid again, or a giddy teen, like a song related to a first love? All right, hit me with one of yours. Um, let me think. I was actually, I was as I was writing it, I was trying to think of some of the songs that I have really strong emotional attachments to. Oh, who who were they? This terrible goth, new goth band, Evanescence. I love. I still love Evanescence. Take that back. 
I haven't listened to them in ages because <laughs> I used to love them and I'm scared that I'll listen and go, oh, my God, this is terrible. No, what was I thinking? My immortal stands up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have quite – I think they were one of the first bands that I actually unknowingly raised power to listen while I listened to their songs. And, yeah, there were times, you know, first love kind of things that attached to those songs. So, yeah, I really liked them one time in my life. Yeah, so I suppose a fair few of those songs – have that kind of attachment for me. I was reading online for Pep, a lot of witches. It's Rhiannon by, um, um, I was going to say Justin Springfield, not Justin Springfield, Fleetwood <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mac. When I was searching for this, I didn't get many results, but I got lots of Stevie Nicks. Yeah, of course. Just just Stevie Nicks. Yeah. That was all. <laughs> just just Stevie Nicks. Just, she, yeah, her name, like disco, discography, discography, yeah. um, articles about her. So, yeah, witchcraft and music is Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> it's like, okay, I need, I need more than that though. Please Google. Okay, thanks. Um, yes. So I'm not at all surprised by that. Yeah, so those strong feelings, like that's to me, that's still magic. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's scientific explanations of it, of course, um, but it's still magic as far as I'm concerned. And of course, music is often used in different types of therapy to aid healing, both mental and physical. And I was going to look into that more, but I wanted more of the magical stuff. Yeah, yeah. So of the few bits and pieces that I found, music used in ritual and music used in in spells. Yeah. So a little slightly different but not greatly. So music can be a great addition to circle and ritual work. Um, you can use magic to aid your you, – you can use magic to aid your magic. You can really? Use, <laughs> you can use music. You can use music to aid your magical working or to create the right ambience for your whole ritual. You can use music during a meditation or reflection to aid aid trance work or to build power. Choose your music carefully because its effect can be quite powerful. I have used music within a group, like we've listened to music in a few rituals we've done, and I've used music music, like different songs to raise power Mm at different times. I think one that I personally go to is mm. Lorena McKenna just because the music yeah. just is such a great ambient yeah sound. it puts you in the mood it does yeah and when I when I was saying earlier about like the more traditional for for I suppose for witches I was talking more yeah Lorena McKenna I couldn't <laughs> remember her name <laughs> yeah or Hi like um <laughs> even even Enya yeah. some people might cringe and yeah Stevie Nicks that, that kind of yeah if you're thinking of witchy You'd think of those yeah. kinds of artists. But, yeah, it can also be, I don't know, Lady Gaga or... Hell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or metal. Yeah. Know, or, or, like, really straight classical music. It yeah. can be whatever you, yeah. you want. It doesn't have to follow the traditional witchy or tradition of any kind if you don't want to. Yeah, so when I have used music, especially when I've just been meditating or going for a walk, mulling over a problem even, which is kind of a meditation for me, having the right kind of music is it can raise a real lot of power and it's been it's been quite successful. Do you want to share the Marilyn Manson story? I think I've already shared it. Have you? 
Yes. Yes, I, I think you have. I think I have. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're a new listener, then you'll have to go back and start from episode one. Yes, because we can't remember which episode it was I, in. We apologise because the early episodes are cringe. <laughs> um, but essentially, yeah, you used Marilyn Manson to raise a lot of power and it had a good outcome. I mean, it was accidental, but, yeah, yeah. like it, it – It was powerful. It was really powerful. It worked. Yeah. And this was not like in ritual. This was you just walking angrily after something bad had happened. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, can, it can work really well. And I do find that music works in that way. Like it'll – you'll just be listening to it and things happen. Yeah. Like it's almost accidental. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that says, you know, Maybe how powerful. Intuitive. Yeah, but how, also how powerful it is because yeah. you, you, you're essentially entering an altered state. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say to a degree, but not, no, not not always. Yeah. So yeah, it can bring a lot of power. So I'd say, like, you've got to be careful with with the music that you choose. Yeah, you have to be careful with what you're choosing to listen to. Um, I'd always ground afterwards as well, like mm. if, if you raise a lot of power. Yeah, and the, it, it can be really strong, so make sure you ground afterwards. You can use whatever music you're drawn to, um, but do pick your music carefully. I, I <sighs> This isn't even a given. If I was just starting out, like if I'd never done anything with music in ritual before, I'd say I would say stay away from anything with that's a bit darker to start with just as you're getting used to it. But it really is up to you. You, you can choose to to use whatever song you want to. I mean, Marilyn Manson was pretty dark, but it had a good result for you. So. He's really dark now, yeah. isn't he? Well, he's always dark. We just didn't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I think that's also the thing. Like for me, lyrics are really important Yeah. in a song, so I'd listen carefully to lyrics before mm. I picked a song to use in your rituals. I would almost say start with music without any lyrics, lyrics unless you are really confident with it. Yeah, because it can, it can, like it hasn't, I feel it has an influence. Mm. Like for some people maybe you can totally block out the lyrics and if they talk about something not nice, it won't affect what you're doing. Or you could find a recording like you might love the music but without the lyrics. I mean, when like like when I was listening to Marilyn Manson, I'm storming down the street and very angry. I wasn't actually listening Ninja. necessarily to the words. Words. Yeah. It was the it was the actual music. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. So like maybe you can cut that out. Yeah, and I mean you yeah. can you could find record. I'm sure you could find recordings online somewhere that are, are the music of a piece without yeah. the lyrics. So yeah, or even like maybe something that. Uh, mm. Yeah, even if the, it wasn't in a language that you could speak, I would be. Yeah, hey, I'd have feelings about that. I would want to know what the song's about. But yeah, I, yeah. I would, I would, I'd be really careful with it. But that's yeah, that's my cat. Sorry, she's being in the podcast. Um, <laughs> You're our third host, aren't you, Floss? Jeez, I'd be really careful. Like if you don't understand the words or even even if there's maybe something you don't quite understand or I'd be careful with that. But it, it's up to you, our wonderful listener. You can, you, you, you know, buyer beware kind of thing. Do what you want to do. And, yeah, if you're listening to something, like I've had songs and I really love them and I, I listen to them regularly. I wouldn't use them in ritual though. Yeah. 
just just no. Yeah. And also there are some artists that I love, but I wouldn't use their music because I know that when they wrote that piece they were suicidal or they were going through a bad divorce or they were That's something. A good point. Mm. So for some and for some people they wouldn't care about this. But for me, yeah, I'd I'm interested in the history of a piece as well. Like if I'm gonna do some intense work, I'd wanna know if I could find out like the meaning behind certain parts of a song or, or you know, because there's nothing like, and this has happened to me, I'd listen to the lyrics really carefully because there's nothing like going into ritual, you're listening to the song and then you're building power and then bam, there's some like a line at the end, getting to close to the end of the song and it's like, yeah, that's about this terrible thing and I know that and it's all just ruined now. The, ma- the power dissipates and, you know, your, your focus is gone because you know that that's about hurting their wife or oh. losing all their money or something along those lines. And it's like this is not where I'm going with this spell and it's just gone. Yeah, not not fun. Yeah. So, again, that might not matter to you. You might not care about that at all. You might not feel that with that piece of music. And so for you it it, it isn't a, a consideration but... Yeah, when it's a favourite artist, you usually know stuff like that. So maybe don't use a favourite artist because you understand some of the backstory in it that can affect you. Or you might not care. Yeah, it's all down to your own emotion. Yeah, so I think about, I'd always think about the energy and the message of the song or the music that you're using and what's behind it. I'd like, yeah, I like to look into the history of a piece if I was going to do something really important like a working that was really important. But that's just me. Like yeah, other wouldn't. people. Yeah. Yeah. Like so choose your, your piece of music carefully. Especially yeah. if it's if it's just like, you know, if you're gonna do a spell or, or something to gain insight into a really important decision, probably look into it. If you're just gonna do a quick money spell, you know, an empowering chorus from a song is probably gonna be fine. <laughs> money, money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you're really worried about it, just Sing it yourself, which I'll get to later. Um. But that's a, a it's an interesting point because, like, I think for me how I feel and how I associate with the song is more important for my piece of magic rather than the the original intention. Of if the, I, especially if I didn't know it, like you know, it would be if like, you didn't know it, you didn't know it. Yeah, it's, it's just what you feel. Yeah. So I think that would be really powerful. And I suppose that's and that is the point. Like if if you don't know and it mm. won't, Speaks you don't think you. it'll affect you. Then it, yeah. it won't basically. Yeah. yeah. But if you think it will, yeah. then don't don't use that piece. Use yeah. something else. Yeah. I'd still be wary of something that I didn't understand the words of, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, and live music. So going to a live performance can be just a spiritual. Silver chair. Yeah. Oh my, my mine was Savage Garden. <laughs> Before they were like internationally famous. <laughs> I can't even remember how old I was. It was one of my first live gigs. And I just remember standing there with all these other people singing, you know, singing yeah. whichever song it was, probably to the moon and back or something. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it was just magical. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was not very old, 15. They, that was the first album I bought with my own money. Was oh, Savage Garden. 
Yeah, so for me that's very like that's a band that I love. You yeah. know, like got that teenage love for. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a magical album for me. Some of the, yeah. the some of the early stuff from the first album, which whose name I cannot remember. Um Daniel no, and no, the name of the first album, was it Oh, called? it's just Savage Garden self-titled. Just Savage Garden. Okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't know the name of the album. <laughs> so I drew the cover because it had half their faces on yeah, each side. Yeah, it was black and white. And yeah. it was black and white. And I gave it to my mum with my money and asked her to go buy it from town while I while I, um, while I was at school. Oh, and, yeah, wow. Um, and the lady said this was the most creative way she's had someone ask for that album. And oh, I was that's like, so cool. That's so sweet. That's so great. I would have been so flattered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the article I got this out of was talking about how the author went to went to a concert of re- like a of reggae music. Yeah. Didn't know anything much about reggae. Didn't have any expect well, she said she had an open mind. She didn't have didn't know anything about reggae music and didn't have many expectations but she was happy to go yeah and she said she had a really great time and it was, and it was quite magical for her yeah learned a little bit of the history and, and the power and the meaning for different groups of people mm. for that music mm-hmm. and yeah she said it was quite a powerful experience for her in the end so and i think we going can, in knowing nothing i think mm. we can definitely all identify with that like mm. that certainly happened for me and i'm sure that's yeah. happened for you as well yeah when, especially if you go to a, like a festival with different acts that you don't know anything about. That's usually pretty cool. You find someone pretty special. I went and saw um, Amanda Palmer. Mm. Uh, so she was here and she was doing a performance and they decided to do an ad hoc performance with um, Brian. Yep. Yep. From uh, Violent yep. Booms. And, <laughs> and so they decided to play – one of the Violent Femmes albums and she sang she was mm. the singer because obviously everyone else was not here. Yeah, yeah. And the guy that plays the drums from the Dresden Dolls. Yes. He was the drummer for them and stuff and they just yeah. put this on and I fell in love with the Violent Femmes and I had yeah. not – like, I, you know, I knew Blister in the Sun and yeah. that was kind of it, but, like, yeah. I fell in love with them and yeah. that concert was magical. Like, I even feel the energy raising yeah. in me when I think about it. She's an amazing performer. The Dresden Dolls were supposed to be really incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Not surprised. But also, yeah, like, it, 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 if the music itself wasn't amazing. Yeah. Like, they could be amazing performers and the music's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Um, I won't talk about that. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. <laughs> Music can also act as a psychopomp, which I thought was really interesting. So it can take your spirit on a journey out of body to other planes and lead you to different experiences. So I thought that as a concept was really interesting. If you're going to try to do that, please be really, really, really careful. We, we take no responsibility if you decide to do that. It wasn't our idea. You do it. It's all on you because you don't know what you could, what or who you could meet on a different plane. But it was a really interesting it's a really interesting concept, like the music acting as the psychopomp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so music is a psychopomp because you usually think of a psychopomp as a person or a, or a, sometimes a deity or a spirit mm. that, and it, that just means it's it facilitates you travelling to other planes of existence. It's all, the term's also usually used to mean the person, the spirit, the guide for the dead from the world of the living to the dead. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it could be applied to 
living people having spiritual experiences like out of body. Supposedly it can because I looked it up. Okay. But, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, like an inanimate thing that isn't, well, some people would disagree, something that isn't like alive within itself acting as the, as a psychopomp. I just hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Other people probably had. Mm, Yeah. And at the end I just said music can be extremely powerful, can lead you to places and situations that you may not expect. It can also lead to altered states that make you more susceptible to peer pressure or suggestion. So just be careful with that. Yay. (laughs) They did a study. I didn't find the original study. I would have liked to. But um, supposedly there was probably more by now, but there was a study that um, who knows how reliable this is actually, but it was official. They did a study that involved very typical, normal, even straight-laced, for want of a better term, teenage college students. Yeah. Going into a house party mm-hmm. with um, a driving, how, like, you know, house or trance music with the driving beat, drum beat. Love trance. Yeah. Supposedly, no, almost no matter what they were like normally, they would enter an altered state and they'd become really susceptible to peer pressure and would do things that they normally wouldn't. Huh. Mm. Wow, there you go. Had nothing to do with the alcohol that they were consuming in. Well, I, ta- I, I assumed they weren't. Okay. So it was just the setting yeah. and the music. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't get to read the original paper, so who knows. Yeah. Okay. The next part I was going to talk about spells and music. Oh, yay. So I sort of went a bit off topic because I, I saw some – I saw the term, even though I couldn't find much on it, I saw the term like music magic, music witch and music witchcraft, which I, the few times I did find it mentioned it was just using music in your spell work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing much more than that. So I didn't have very much to back it up, but did you take me off on this tangent? I'm not (laughs) sure how I, and I came across this when I did the C magic kind topic where it's just you do magic with a certain thing not even exclusively and so you call yourself a sea witch or yeah. a music witch the labeling is weird do you think the labeling for things is weird yes that's why that was my rant no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i just i just felt like what i wrote was i'm not sure how i feel about these terms like most of these kind of add-ons to witch or witchcraft I don't really see a lot of difference. Being a witch for me is a real way of life. So using something that is important to me, like say music or art or, you know, the sea or an element that I feel is really important in my practice doesn't make me an inserted he witch. Mm-hmm. It's just part of what I do because it's also <laughs> important to me. I mean, if you... <laughs> You'd be a librarian witch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Book witch. <laughs> That's it. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? Um, I mean, if you use Paper music. Witch. Paper Sorry. Witch. Isn't that an anime series? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Is it? I think it might be. Cool. Anyway. Moving um, on. There's also a book of series of fantasy books that's something like that. 
again a huge tangent so there's a series of books and they're they're witches but yeah. they're magicians Ooh. so they just they just do magic but they specialize in something so there's paper magicians or there's metal magicians and essentially they're craftspeople uh-huh. but it's also magical so sort of alchemy it's really cool yeah i'll find it and again i'll put in the show notes and i'll find it and tell okay, you. Cool. um back to my other tangent so if you use music exclusively like if there's music music is the focus of all of your rituals or art is the focus of all of your rituals or the sea or fire like you have a focus on that element or that thing every single ritual okay yes you can call yourself a insert here which in my mind but if you use it every now and again or it's it's not the sole focus you don't channel all of your magic through this thing so what am I trying to say so if you say with music if you went into maybe not if you wrote all your own musical pieces for your rituals and you sang them or you played them okay yes you're you're a music witch because all of your rituals involve you writing music and playing it and using it in that way Mm -hmm. to me that's what a music witch is if you just play a piece of music in your ritual even most of the time that that's that's not most people could do that it's putting yourself in a box that you don't need to be in that's the thing that I find really odd about it like why why do that why it reminds me of like you know when you're sort of a younger teenager and you're like I want to have a title oh yeah I want to have a something because it makes me feel important and it helps me to identify with other people Mm. it kind of feels like that like an identity thing yeah but it's like I'm making myself different and more important than other people Uh, okay like a separation thing which I think isn't helpful no so more when I was younger but when I read things and someone says well I'm a I'm a sea witch, yeah. for example, because I read a whole bunch of people who did say that. Yeah. And then they talk about their practice and I was like, oh, yeah, so you do a lot of the same things I do. Sometimes you incorporate sea imagery into what you do or water imagery. So does that mean I'm a sea witch, question mark? I don't feel like it is. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, it's a title for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. And I sometimes I don't like it because it puts a barrier up for some people. Yeah. But on the flip side, if if that's really important to you and you really identify with it and it helps you in your magic, yeah, take it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. If it gives you power in your spirituality, then. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just feel, yeah, the weird titling. You can't be a sea, uh, sea water, music, art. Yeah. El everything witch. Just be a witch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. How long is your title going to be? Yeah. Scatlow and those people that are perpetual students. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have 20 degrees. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's. That, yeah, that could be me. Yeah. But. I know it's like all these. I know they're just like um, quizzes, online stupid quizzes, mm. you know, but it's like you do when it's like you're a nature witch and you're like, yeah, cool. And, yeah. like, what does that mean? You're but, a fire witch. But if you did one of those quizzes and you'd never thought of yourself in that way before and you went, yeah. oh, wow, Let, I could blah, 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 I could do this or I could do that. Yeah. Sure. Let me Take explore it. that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's only, I just feel like if you're taking on the title to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Or put yourself above another person. Ain't got no time for that. Yeah. I don't like that. 
But if you're doing it because it helps you, then yes, that is fine. Again, it's still a do what feels right for you. Yeah, (laughs) we just bag it, but you do what feels right for you. Well, I suppose (laughs) I don't like... I don't like some of the reasons people yeah. do it. Yeah, you don't like the self-importance behind it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily – not everyone does it for those self-important reasons. Yeah. So yeah. that was my tangent. Yeah. Back to the actual topic. <laughs> and I've just lost every listener ever. <laughs> Liz is like, I'm not doing this with Hannah anymore. Okay. Spells and music was actually – this sort of concept was why I wanted to do this topic. Yeah. Because – I love the idea of weaving a spell into a song, mm-hmm. as in writing a spell, but it was actually a song. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't get a chance. I should have looked for it. I saw this video clip <laughs> and it was some, like, <sighs> I don't, I can't remember the artist. Again, we'll find it and we'll put it in the show notes because it wasn't that long ago. I saw this video clip and it was just a young teenage pop, starlet whose name i didn't know and we'll put it up and everyone else will go how did hannah not know this was (laughs) Uh, anyway and um it was just like a actually it was quite a raunchy film clip really Mm -hmm. because it was about um the song was called like come to me in the night or something (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but it was almost like she used words like i am summoning you to me yeah and I just listened to a a podcast about like incubus and succubus and I was like, this is terrible, but we'll just move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't what she was implying. Um, If you're you're under 15, don't look those up. So, but she had like it was quite a typical video clip. It was in her bedroom and she was rolling on the bed and then sometimes she'd just be on the floor and, throwing her hand up dramatically. It was very stereotypical. But she was sitting on the floor in a circle, like they'd drawn a circle on the floor, and there was, I think at one point there may have been like not quite a cauldron but something in the circle with her and there was running around the outside of the screen. So you've got the screen, it has like a border. Yeah. So this is on the footage. Yeah. And it had words that went around the outside. Yeah. But it was... And it would say things like, yeah, I summon you to me and I call you in the name of and things like that. So it was like a real spell. Yeah. And some of the lyrics that she'd actually use, whether she wrote the song or not, I don't know, it was like a spell. Yeah. And it was just this real revelation of, oh, you could you could write this spell song yeah. and release it, <laughs> release yeah. it, and like the whole world will help you cast this spell every time they watch this video clip yeah yeah yeah. and it was just a really interesting concept that I had never thought of before so I was like a spell you know a song is a spell but like a famous video clip you know Mm. national tv or internationally seen Mm -hmm. it could help you cast and raise power I want to watch or listen no watch because I want to see the circle I want to watch this now yeah yeah I'll find it and Yeah. yeah watch if you want to help her I don't know like I think it was all just a like it was just marketing, like it was yeah. just the aesthetic of that film clip. Yeah. But it got me thinking about it because it was pretty strong aesthetic and she, I don't think, <laughs> to me it didn't seem like she knew. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I can't even remember who this artist was. So. Yeah. Yeah, so 
that was just really interesting and that's what got me into into wanting to do this topic. So what can you actually do as as a witch? So if 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 you play an instrument or you sing well, yeah, sure, that's an added bonus. Use use those skills. Write your own songs, like I said. Um, sing your spells. But if you if you don't like, if you don't have any of those talents, you can learn if you're that dedicated. And I think everyone can. But if you don't, you can still incorporate music into your work. You can write your own spells and then you can chant them mm-hmm. instead of just saying them. And no one's listening, so you could sing them. If you've got the feeling behind it, if you're doing solo work, go for it. <laughs> no one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, no one's listening, not now. Um, you can you can pick a favourite song that has the intention behind it and then you could sing, say, or just chant the words of your spell to the song. Oh, yeah, that's a cool idea. Instead of you know, just saying them. And, yeah, this can be you, – you don't have to have the music. Mm. You can just say it mm-hmm. or sing yeah. say, or say you're chanting if that makes you feel better and then you can still do it. I don't know why, but I just got this image of um, – do you remember that show that had um, Adam Heels and Miff Warhurst and um, – Spicks and Specs? Spicks and Specs. I love Spicks and Specs. I remember when they used to, like, have – like people had to sing songs but they had to use the word from a book. Oh, yeah, that was great. I yeah. used to love that. And they used to have to guess what the song was. I was so bad at that. Sometimes it was really hard. Yeah, but that's what that reminds me of. It's yeah. kind of like just that. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah just yeah. that. So just it can actually be really hard. <laughs> but, you know, if you know the tune well enough and don't interrupt yourself by just singing what the actual words that's are. That's what I would do. I'd be like starting off and then I'd be like, Oh, no, no, we're singing the song. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just sing the song. Um, yeah, you can just use other people's songs. Like if there's like a chorus from a song you find really empowering, just sing it. Yeah. If you wanted to. Or play it. Yeah. Play that bit of the song. Just for me, be careful of the words, but you might not care. Yeah. And, yeah, my last thing was, if you're working solitary, solo, and you think you can't sing but still want to use music and song, just build out a tune anyway. It's about the energy and your intention behind it. It doesn't matter how good you are. So the thing that I did today, the class, she was saying that too many people are focused on making it sound beautiful and mm. that's not the important bit. No, it's not at all. It's the intention and, and your energy and your feeling behind it. And the vibration of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was list, I was doing this a meditation and it was recorded. So it was a video that was recorded. And um everyone was supposed to be doing it at the same time, mm-hmm. but it was just there was one person there and he had, you know, people would tune in, but you know, he could see how many people were there, but no one else and we could see the video feed. Mm-hmm. And there may have been chat. But I don't think there was, so it was just he would say, okay, so there are, you know, 200 people watching the live stream now. We'll start, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think we all, we did a meditation and there was some chanting. So he chanted and, like, I chanted and that was all that I could hear. But I knew all these other people were. Yeah. And even though I'd never chanted before, I didn't know if I was doing it right. Yeah. But it was still really powerful. Yeah. And I could only hear him. He couldn't hear me. Yeah. But it was still really 
like doing it when I knew other people were was still really powerful. Yeah, you could feel the yeah the energy of it. Yeah, and I have done om chanting. Yeah, not chanting, but you know, intoned om in a meditation with a group of people, and it's always really powerful. Even just like chanting the vows. Yeah. Strengthening consonants, vowels. 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 There's five. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's the little group, so it's vowels. And just working through them even, like, it doesn't even matter which order. Like, I tend to do it in the Japanese writing style because it's that (laughs) extra layer for me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all about, you know, your intention and the, the energy behind it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, this might be a bit triggering for some people, but around that, if you, so if you've ever, if anyone, good or bad if anyone's if you've been to a religious service of almost any kind where there's music and song everybody sings and they don't care if they're good or bad everyone will sing even in the quite mainstream catholic church services i've been to everybody sings some of people are awful oh yeah terrible absolutely terrible no one cares no we just, just there. They're there. They're celebrating their mass. Their yeah. cele- you know religious celebration, and they're all singing. Especially some of the guys are really bad. <laughs> I remember when we were in Ireland. I travelled through Ireland with one of my older aunts. Every, like we had to go to church like every week without fail. I, I'm nowhere near Catholic anymore. <laughs> And I felt a bit uncomfortable, but she, my auntie really wanted us to go to every. Every week we had to go at least once. Yeah. A couple of times we went twice. Oh, my God. But it was her thing and it was going yeah. to be her last chance to go there. So every every town we went to, we went to at least one church, sometimes one church a day to look. Some of them were stunning, though, the architecture, yeah. my God. Yeah. And meeting some of the, like, priests and some of the nuns was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and we had to go to church at least once a week. Yeah. And Everybody sang, and some people were really terrible. <laughs> but that doesn't change passion. Nope. And they still sang their hearts out. Practice, yeah. And it was really, and it was really, like you could feel the co- cohesiveness of that community. Yeah. yeah, especially in Southern Ireland and some of the littler towns where you know quite poor towns. Yeah, and they went there, and they everyone knew each other. Oh yeah, and they all. Th- Wanted to know who we were. Yeah, who are these strangers in our midst? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> and there, one yeah. priest was an Australian guy, which was really interesting. Oh, no way. <laughs> um, and, ev- and all really friendly, lovely. But, yeah, it was everybody sang. Mm-hmm. No one cared. Mm-hmm. Everybody sang. And, yeah, and we, we were these strangers in the church and they knew we were strangers. They still sang. Yeah. So I said go for it. But, I mean, the other, and the other thing I wrote was if it makes you too uncomfortable and you don't want to, don't make anyone make you feel like you have to. If you don't want to sing, don't do it. Play someone else's music. It's the same idea. I even do that in rituals, you know. Yeah. If there are bits that I – it was a chant. So at the sewing ritual they decided they wanted to do on the spur of the moment something for Ukraine, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. um, which I was all for. Like I was like, yeah, let's send some, you know, yeah. good energy to to Ukraine. Mm. But part of the lyrics were about Putin. Mm. 
And I was like, no, I don't want to bring that into this. Like, you know, like that's not where I'm at. I'm not into like. You're helping them. You're yeah. You're doing anything to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's. Good or bad. Yeah. Just, that's, and that's, that's like how I like to do my music. Like I'm not against hexing no. people. If people no. want to hex people, that's fine. No, no. But I felt like in a ritual where we, we were, you know, with our ancestors and, you know, and it's about yeah. ancestral protection and stuff, why bring him into it, you know? So so they chanted, I just skipped those lines. Yeah. I mean, they probably noticed, but no one said anything. So, you know, and it was I'm your, still invited back to the next one. Yeah, and it was your choice. And it yeah. meant, and you didn't make a big deal of it, I take no. it. You just were no, like, I didn't I go, just, no, we're not doing Putin. I just went, okay, right, I'll just opt myself out of that bit. Yeah. Like they're allowed to send that kind of energy and yep. my energy can be intermingled with that. Yeah. But I'm sending. Just slightly to the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just going around that little bit. Yeah. I, and I think like I, I, I think earlier you said you didn't know everyone that well no, in this group. No, so one of the people I never met. <laughs> so that was a good way to sort of, because you don't want to create, not create a scene, but you don't want to, like these are new people, you don't yeah. want to, you also don't want to make them feel uncomfortable as if they've done something wrong. No. It's just a difference of opinion. So you were like, I'll just yeah. quietly step back from this part yeah. and not say it. Yeah. I think that was a great idea. Yeah. So you still partook and you chanted and yeah. did your thing. Just not for those bits. And there might be people that feel differently. So if you if it does bother you, you 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 have every right to stand up and say, No, I'm not okay. Just like yeah. that guy who honked his horn just then, <laughs> making a big deal out of the traffic outside of my house. Uh, yeah. So you have the right to honk your horn if you want to. That's right. Yeah. I mean yeah. you do what's right for you. But yeah. like for me it didn't feel like it was gonna be a big deal just stepping out of that part and not yeah. contributing to that part of the spell. And literally you just were silent for like a couple of Two lines. lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was an easy way to get yeah. around that. Yeah. Okay. These are just a few other interesting things that I found. Yeah. Um, playlists. Ooh. Make a playlist for the deity you worship. Ooh. Or, or you, the deity you worship or you work with or whom you want to work with. So make a playlist of songs you think they'd like or that will invoke their energy and play it. Just at any time or in ritual. Listen to the list, yeah, when you want to invoke them or even just when you want to invoke their energy. You could even make playlists of certain energies. Who doesn't have a playlist when they want to get ready to go out and party or to exercise? It's that kind of thing. So you could make a playlist for certain animals, like the animal spirits or the energy of that animal or even elemental energies or for directions. Yeah. Imagine a dawn, a playlist for dawn. Or Ooh. a midnight playlist or something. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I was going with that. So you could craft a playlist for almost any energy like you wanted to invoke or even you just want to bring into your life and then just play it Yeah, in ritual or not in ritual. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool idea. So, yeah, I read about this person and said they made playlists for deities they worked with and I was like, what about why just deities? Yeah. Why not just any energy? Do it anything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so – you know, people make playlists for when they're, you know, getting ready to go out and party or, like I said, exercise or whatever. Make a playlist to invoke joy. Yeah. Or for an animal spirit that you – you can make a playlist for, like, horse energy or cat energy. Yeah. Or, hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was a really interesting idea. Um, you can use music to activate sigils. So either when you're, like, putting this sigil together or after you've put it down, you could channel the energy – through song or yeah. through playing music that you like. 
Now, this was, again, this might be a little triggering for some people if they have um, aversion to the monotheistic religions, but I found around the web like a couple of places on Z-Webs that where people talked about um, speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah. Which they, they, and, that, and using it within witchcraft. I have never thought about speaking in tongues in anything other than like what did I write? Um, more radical forms of Christianity. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was an interesting idea and I thought I might look into it. Hmm. But I'd never associated it with anything other than, you know, bringing down the Holy Spirit or things like that. Yeah, but I guess it makes sense when you think about some of the stuff that, you know, people who work, I was thinking Alistair Crowley, so mm. like, you know, some of that demonology stuff I'd imagine mm. would intersect with that as well well i just remember like because i have attended um some of those more radical forms of christianity (laughs) church services and in one i was um yeah they invoked the holy spirit on me and i spoke in tongues yeah and (laughs) the funny thing is one time when i was meditating i had the exact same experience Like it felt exactly the same as when they brought down the Holy Spirit. Wow. So it was exactly the same thing. It felt like I was rising up sort of from the floor. Yeah. Almost kind almost not quite levitating. One I was sitting down, the other one I was standing up, but it felt like my spirit, like I got bigger. Yeah. So I filled the room. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just like I was told it was just you're feeling the energy in the room and you're sort of becoming part of it yeah in both cases yeah were you invoking at the time uh no it was a class we went to oh yeah it one of the series of classes at the page and cup did you go to the meditating one there was one that you didn't go to at that time i can't remember yeah because i got stuck in bernie oh yes yeah it may have been that one yeah but yeah so it was like we were just actually doing meditation there was no real ritual yeah just learning how to yeah yeah, and it was exactly the same feeling. I felt myself enlarge, yeah. enlarging, sort of floating off the floor. I'm not a boy, don't laugh. <laughs> I just thought Franken-weener. Franken-weener. That was, a con- was that conversation recorded on here? No, it wasn't good. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like the Sinisterhood podcast, you may, you may get know. the reference. Let, let's it? move on. Um, Count Cockula. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, it was just interesting because I got the exact same, like the same feeling, the same experience happened. Mm. So to me, that just means it was much the same thing. Yeah, which is just like a connection to spirit. Yeah. So because of that experience, like I thought I would like to investigate speaking in tongues. Yeah, sure. Other people might not like that, so. Yeah, I wouldn't do it, but you can, you do you, girl. It was just an interesting thought that <coughs> others may or may not relate to. <coughs> and finally, I found something really interesting mm. to finish, which is not really related much to witchcraft at all. I do, Liz didn't know exactly who this was, Vincent Price. He was an actor in like the, <sighs> yeah, she's going to Google him. He was an actor from like the 30s to, I think he did a, one of his last roles was in the 90s and he was in a lot of like dare I say spoofy or classic horror films he was in a lot of adaptations of Poe 
and he record he released a double album in 1969 called Witchcraft, Magic, and Adventure in Demonology. It's a history and it's instructional recording that is said to be quite accurate. It's set against 1960s synth and terrible sound effects. And, of course, Vincent Price, who has that deep sort of weird, growly, demonic kind of voice. (laughs) There will be a link in the show notes where you can purchase the double album in MP3 format. I think it's from Amazon. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. I don't – I have not purchased it. He was the inventor in Edward Scissorhands. Yes, he was. Oh, I know who he is. (laughs) Okay. I think that was actually his last – one of his last film roles, Edward Scissorhands. Yes, so he released an album that was supposedly very accurate, an instructional album Mm. and historic. But, yeah, it was was spoken word. Mm -hmm. But, yes, supposedly it was very accurate and I just want to hear Vincent Price talk about witchcraft for like two and a half hours yeah 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 so there will be a link okay cool cool all right the end the end (laughs) oh that was good yay i'm glad it reflects off the back of yours so because obviously mineral beats is a form of music it is yeah so is it fine how do you say it i say binaural but maybe it's binaural I don't know. It depends where you put the emphasis. <laughs> the emphasis. This is me. Hey, Google, how do you say binaural beats? Binaural. 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 That doesn't sound right. Sounds a bit. Uh, binaural. Binaural. That's how I would have said it. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to call them BBs later on when I get lazy. So. <laughs> We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. So, what are they? They're an auditory audit auditory. Oh, this is a good stuff. They're an auditory illusion. So, illusion. It's an illusion. Okay. See, I know nothing about these. I've heard the term, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I know about it from like transcendental meditation. That's essentially where I've heard it from. So, I guess where I got inspired to do this was there was an article in the ABC News. Oh, uh, you didn't get inspired by a weird video. <laughs> Sad now. <laughs> yeah, no, mine was ABC News, much like the Sandalwood episode. Obviously, when I get bored at work, I read too much news. Um, I shouldn't say bored. Having a break. <laughs> Frequently, um, a frequent break. <laughs> frequent. Yeah, no, the websites don't update that often, so they can't be too frequent, which is probably a good Fair thing. Fair point. <laughs> so this auditory illusion is perceived when two different pure tones, which are sine waves, are... Mm-hmm. Uh, played presented to a listener to a person dichotically so that means one sound in one ear and another sound in another mm. now these two sounds they're at slightly different frequencies ah okay so these frequencies can be between 200 and 1000 hertz whoa okay but the difference between them can only be about 35 so okay. yep, yep, yeah yeah so from 1 to 35 okay the sound that comes so you've got so say you have 250 in your right ear mm-hmm. you have 260 in your left ear yeah the difference between them is 10 hertz yep and that's the sound that your brain hears what so your brain hears the 10 hertz the 10 hertz At because you can't differentiate between the two different sounds yeah so that's why it's an okay. illusion right okay yeah does that make sense 
I think so. Yeah. So a carrier frequency, which is the pure tone in the right ear, and then a carrier frequency in the left ear. Mm-hmm. Different and- levels. So this one could be 530 and this one could be 520. Yeah. And then the difference between the two sounds, the 10 hertz, is the third illusionary frequency that the brain hears. So you think you hear three sounds? You think you hear one sound. Okay. But so you it's do from just, two different sounds. So you play two different sounds yeah. and you only hear the difference between them. That's right. Is Which it, is not the sound being played. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? We're weird. People are stupid. <laughs> so it gets to a point where once it hits over about 35, 40, the brain only hears two different sounds. So okay, it doesn't that have, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So it, it's really limited in what it can do. So this new frequency, this binaural beats, that, that illusionary sound, that's what can change brainwave rhythms. Okay. Yep. BBs. <laughs> We've already started <laughs> shorting it. It was discovered by Heinrich Willem Dove. They've been around for a long time. Okay, so how do they work? There's a few things to keep in mind. The numbers vary, but generally the max carrier frequency is 1,000 hertz. Okay. Okay. And then the max difference is 30 hertz. I know I keep going on about it, but I just want you to get it before we move on. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So between 1 and 30 hertz in the of the bb are alleged to create the same brain wave patterns experienced during meditation so the one and 30 difference the so yeah so the yeah. binaural beat so the actual illusion sound, mm-hmm. sound if it's between the number one and the number 30 it creates a state in your brain that is like meditation okay so your brain rhythm moves into that state because it's trying to sync up with it. Okay, that makes sense. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so hard to explain the science behind some of these things. Yeah, so when listening to BBs, the brain will synchronize to that frequency. It's a natural process using just using sound and it results in an altered state of consciousness. Okay, so if you listen to binaural beats, BBs. Yep. With the 30 difference mm-hmm. or up to? Up to 30. Yeah. You you can enter an altered state, something like meditation. Mm-hmm. Yep. About to go into that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. But it has to be the 30. Yeah. If difference. Yeah. 30, up to 35. Like the yep. literature was a little bit all over the place with that. Like the exact number moved a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same with the 1,000 being the top number, number. of the original yep. sound. I saw out to 1,500 and then I saw people say, no, it's only 1,000. So, you know, it's like just to be safe, do it under (laughs) 1,000. If you want to get the effect that you're going to go into. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah. So so what are binaural beats used for? Well, mundanely and what's currently being academically researched, um, it's focused on two main areas. One is medical treatment and therapy. And the second one is a substitute for or complementary to psychoactive drug use. So, in tr- but in treatment, not recreationally. So, or both. Both. <laughs> I'm not so saying that's both. bad. So, a lot of the science around the psychoactive drug use is actually. It hasn't been properly studied because they haven't put people in labs and then given them LSD and then made them <laughs> listen to. I mean, they probably they they will like it's going to happen. Like they're using LSD well, they put to people treat. In, they put people in 
in labs and give them LSD before? Can't exactly. they just then put them in labs and make them listen to this yeah. music and yeah. then compare? <laughs> yeah. Well, and they've done surveys with people that do it privately and they yep. say that there's a benefit. So, like, okay. the, the science just hasn't been researched behind it. But it they're doing it's it. It's going to happen. Yeah. It will yeah. happen. It will happen because they're looking at mental health and mushrooms and stuff. They are. So, That's yeah. very true. Okay. So really with the psychoactive drug use, they're looking at the effect on the nervous system, how it alters perception, mood, cognition, and behavior. So some of the benefits that have been found, and this Mm -hmm. is in the literature, scientific literature, is reduced stress, reduced anxiety, increased focus and concentration. And I've just put an asterisk next to that to say the studies vary on whether there is or isn't an increase okay. in concentration. Okay. So it depends. I don't know if they you know, got faults in the studies. I'm not sure. Mm. Increased motivation, increased confidence, improved mood, deeper meditation, which is obviously what we're interested in, mm. promote creativity. Which um, is also kind of interesting Yeah, for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, tuning musical instruments such as pianos. Sure, given the topic that I just did. Yeah, okay, that might be really important for you. And one of the biggest ones is they've found that it helps manage pain. So they've done a whole bunch of studies. Yeah, seriously, if you have chronic pain, you might want to look into this as a complementary treatment. Treatment, not like talk to your doctor, we're not medical experts. Yeah. But it could be worth exploring because they found that people who take analgesic drugs. Which are pretty hardcore. That they take less oh, if they good. listen to binaural beats. So yeah, so it could be it, it could be something to explore. I'm, I'm very like interested. People waking up from surgery, they found mm. that they needed less oh, that's hardcore good. drugs yeah, by yeah, taking yeah. So there's whole heaps of scientific studies on this. So Yeah, wow, the pain thing is very interesting. It is very interesting. So and there's also potential that it has an impact for mental health as well, but the studies haven't really occurred. Like there needs to be more to yeah make that happen uh because of the drug association there's they've also been referred to as e-drugs or digital drugs oh i've heard that term and didn't realize that was what they were referring to okay essentially it's sound there like sound people can get a high from it so because it's so interesting releases um serotonin in your brain Uh, okay Mm. which is probably why it helps with pain (laughs) probably (laughs) Like I said, they're still studying it because, you know, yeah. they haven't just done a lot. But some of the songs are actually named after drugs. So there's one that I found that was called Molly Rave Riot and okay. because of the link to being like ecstasy, you know, okay. that kind of thing. So are binaural beats dangerous? Yeah, I was going to say, since they do things to your brain kind of like some of these hardcore drugs, are there downsides? Scientifically, what I found was no, unless okay. you listen to it too loudly and you damage your hearing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did find like a blog website that said if you're pregnant or have epilepsy, maybe check with your doctor. I don't okay. know anything about no. that. No. And either of those things. Neither of us know <laughs> anything about either of those things. And we're not doctors. So, so um, mm. you know, if it's something that you, you – if you have seizures for sure, like – Just check. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, no idea. And, again, it was a blog. It wasn't a scientific article. Yeah, so yeah. I also saw a place that said that it leads to brain issues, but that was for a fundamentals Christian site. So I I don't know. 
I thought you were going to say at least demonic possession. <laughs> well, they did say that too. Oh, cool. <laughs> they pretty much said that it leads to psychosis. So I don't know whether that was the Christian bias or whether there's science behind it. I certainly didn't see it. So yes. if you're at all worried about any of those things, maybe just ask your doctor, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for if you sure. Have any concern. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just take our word for it, my God. <laughs> no, we're librarians. Yeah. And, and witches, not, not. We're book witches. Medicals, book witches. Librarian witches. <laughs> okay. So from what you saw, there was minimal evidence, scientific evidence that it was dangerous. Yeah. But always check. And, I mean, okay. the psychosis could be happening from people that are taking drugs for all I know, you know, like. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, do your research, find out more, go talk to a professional. But for the general day-to-day person, it can have some benefits by the sound of it. Yeah, well, obviously Definitely. reduced anxiety and stuff is yeah. amazing. Like, that's yeah. why I was like, oh, okay, that's an interesting claim that I never saw anywhere else. Mm. All right. So what binaural beats should I be listening to and for yeah. what purpose? So there's and are there different ones? There are. Yeah. So they interact differently with the brain depending on what kind of hertz you're listening to. Okay. So you get delta waves listening to one to four hertz, which is similar to deep dreamless sleep and restoration. Mm-hmm. Theta is four to eight hertz, which is REM sleep, decreasing anxiety, increased relaxation, meditation, and creative states. Mm-hmm. Hint, that's the one we're interested in. <laughs> Theta, four to eight. Then there's alpha, eight to 13, which encourages um, relaxation and positivity and reduces anxiety as well. There's beta, which is 14 to 30 mm-hmm. hertz, which in- helps with increased concentration. Again, the science is out on that. Mm. Alertness, problem solving, and increases in memory. So if you're studying, Mm. I don't know, you might want to listen to something 14 to 30. I certainly tried to do bits of this podcast and play Pokemon Go while I was listening to theatre ones, and I could do it, but it was a bit of a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I'm finding it hard to concentrate on this. Okay, and that was one of the things I did see. I don't. There was no. I couldn't find any real scientific evidence for this, but I saw um, some people say that they had uh, that they have ADHD or ADD. Yep. And they found that listening to binaural beats gave their brain enough of dis- a distraction yep, to meditate. That makes sense. That makes sense. So yep. might be something worth trying if you find it hard to meditate. I also found references to gamma yep. waves. And that was listed as 30 to 100. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll remember I said 40, 35 to 40, your brain starts to hear two secondary Sound. sounds. Yep. And these were written on more metaphysical websites than yeah, actual scientific scientific stuff. ones. Yep. I did find it listed in one scientific site, but it was a bit... A questionable scientific yeah. side? Okay. Yeah. So, um, but this is supposedly the higher perception divinity. So this is, they were talking about gamma being something that nuns tend to fall into when they're doing meditation and mm. devotional work and stuff. So, so the other th- so when you say it's one to four, it's a one to four difference in the That's two That's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so you might want to listen to one ear 250 hertz mm. as the carrier sound yep. and the other one, as 254 and that would be the theta sound so yeah that makes sense okay so if you're searching for these and it says they're a three or a 10 or something Mm -hmm. that's the difference Mm -hmm. that they're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah okay that makes some of them mention the carrier sounds in them which helps because uh i'll go on a little bit later but 
in some of the metaphysical sites, they talk about the carrier sound making a huge difference, difference? as well. Okay. I haven't tried it myself. I'm going to say I've only listened to binaural beats a handful of times. So mm. My personal experience is low. Mine is none, I think, at the moment. <laughs> I think I've, I have some to listen to but haven't done it. Much now, more interested now, though, already. It's it's really exciting. Yeah. So I'm not actually saying my references through here. They are all in the show notes. I yeah. have a lot. Some of them scientific scientific <laughs> Some of them layman-y. Good <laughs> <laughs> explanation. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to see the, the notes, if you get stuck and you can't find a reference to something I've quoted in here, what I've written up my notes, I've actually put who cited it so I can tell you. So just message me and I'll let you know. Okay, so this one I will say. So this is one of the studies that I did read. It's by Jira Kita Ya Korn and Wong Sawa from 2017. And so they looked at a 6 hertz binaural beat using a 250 carrier tone. So 256 in the right ear and 250 in the left ear. So that's what gave the 6 Yep, different. So that's yep. going to be theta. So in the study, the participants listened listened for 30 minutes every day. Okay. So I think it was over a month. Okay. That's not a huge amount of time. No, it's not. And what they did was they did brain scans. So while they were listening. So they could see what was going on. And what they found was that theta activity occurred in the entire cortex within 10 minutes. Oh, So it's a quick way to put someone into a meditative state. Yeah. An altered state, yeah. An altered state. Yeah, wow. The brain pattern recorded, yeah, so the brain pattern recorded was the same as a brain in a meditative state. So it was the frontal and parietal central regions. means nothing to me, may mean something to one of you out there. I got middle of the brain. And the <laughs> I think it was the side. I don't, I don't know. know. No, I can't pretend to know. No. Okay, so the first 10 minutes of BB saw pattern observed in the frontal and par- parietal cortex. Mm-hmm. How, uh, however, after 20 minutes, it was primarily observed in the frontal. Okay. So, I mean, you don't have to do it for very long based no. on this one study. Hmm. So, getting a bit more wee-wee. Excellent. <laughs> this is the bit that we're here for. So we know that from drumming, yep. particularly in music and sound, which you touched on, yep. that 4.5 beats per second of a drum can put the brain into a theta wave. Yep. And it's pretty quick. Yeah. And we know that drums have been used in a variety of cultures to experience trance-like states. States. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, changing brain waves, this isn't anything new, which is why I'm like a bit like iffy about the whole uncertain about the whole you know like psychosis stuff yeah yeah yeah, because it's been happening forever i mean maybe if something i mean i would say like if you have underlying issues in that area like you 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 have had psychosis before some of these things may not be a good idea yeah i would say that would be true and i like even in one of the courses that i think both of us have looked at was it obod Mm. They said, like, be careful if you've had psychotic illnesses. They do, yes. Be careful with some of these exercises that we're telling you to do because yeah, we don't know what can happen because this is a – normally that course would be given to you by – given by someone, like you'd have an instructor 
But since there wasn't an instructor, they were just sending you information. It was said, maybe don't do it. Yeah. So this could be the same kind of thing if you have a history of illnesses. Yeah. Probably don't do this or see your therapist yeah. or see your doctor and your yeah. therapist about it. Yeah. Maybe they'll be open to it, but they want to monitor you. Yeah. You know? So, you know. Just, yeah. Be honest just be and careful. And careful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a, it's just a different tool. Yeah. That's all it is. Okay, so for meditative and use in journey work, which is what I'm interested in is the journey yep. work, BBs we want to use is theta, which we've said before, 4 mm-hmm. to 8 hertz. Um, but alpha H13 is also useful for working in a more relaxed state, you know, and just to like, you know, maybe to get into the mood to start. Yeah. You prepping for your ritual, listen to some and start, you know, chilling into it. Or even if you're just, I suppose... If it's your first time, maybe. Yeah. It's just something that relaxes you rather yeah. than really alters yeah. as deeply as that. Yeah. And can I just say when I was listening to the, I think the one I was listening to was Six Hertz. Yep. <laughs> and I was trying to play Pokemon Go because I started a raid and I was like doing, you know, research for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I can do this, but I'm really needing to concentrate on it. Like my brain was very... Yeah, distracted. So, or not distracted, like it had something else to focus on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one of the websites I saw, which is the Drake article in the comments, Mm -hmm. uh, suggests that carrier tones is just as important. Okay, yep, yep, you said, yep. Yeah, and he particularly was interested in looking at carrier tones and chakras. Oh, okay, cool. And he found, Mm -hmm. he has stated, so this article is from 2008, that the root chakra is best if you use a carrier tone around the 194.18 hertz. So what what do you mean? It's so, best to what cleanse it or balance it? Yeah, or? so he's talking about cleansing in this right. case. Okay. Yeah, but like, you know, like, yeah. you know, I guess I wouldn't treat them isolated. Like if I was doing work on like feeling very earthy, that could also be a good one to, I don't know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's given them notes like, piano notes so like this one's like a g okay okay navel um chakra 210.42 hertz which supports erotic communication three solar plexus uh 126.22 hertz um which is multi-dimensional and transcendental okay heart chakra 136.10 hertz um which is relaxing soothing balancing Mm-hmm. It's no way you guys are going to remember all of these. Throat chakra, 141.27 hertz, which supports intelligent communication. So it's kind of what the chakras mean yeah. at that frequency. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, brow chakra, 221.23 hertz, a balance between intellect and intuition. And crown chakra, 172.06, which supports cosmic unity and clarity of spirit. Now, like I said, he's kind of assigned them to notes. Yep. So experiment i don't really know if that's necessarily that important and again your intention behind it exactly i mean you might be doing some visualization as you do it so that does even if it doesn't quite work in the way this gentleman is saying yeah you visualizing it along with the yeah. bb the banana beat might do it yeah yeah i'm shrugging so yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. I'd try it. Yeah, like yeah. this is going to be experimental. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff out there that you can find. I didn't find it, but I 
yeah, maybe I was looking under the wrong kinds of things. I did find that I had to go to more shamanic stuff to try okay. and find more witchy stuff rather than yep, witchcraft. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. so because of the journeying, I guess, mm-hmm. and the meditation. So I guess if you were wanting to do something, you could kind of play with, you know, finding a carrier track around 172 hertz, which was crown chakra, mm. and then maybe find a BB within the theta waves. So you might do 170 and 174 in each year. And that might be looking for clarity of spirit with meditation. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And, I mean, uh, the other thing is you can just – there are a lot of these that are pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. So you can just – YouTube it. Yeah. Yep. Spotify. That's where I was listening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure Apple as well has them in their shop as yep. well. So, and they're free, like if, well, with a subscription, but like on YouTube, they're free. Yeah. You might get ads, but <laughs> you'd have to mm. look. Okay. So, how can binaural beats be used in magic? Meditation, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It's like yeah. the big one. I thought that you could do it like as well in conjunction with other things. So, like, mm scrying of all kinds so like flame mirror crystal ball automatic writing oh yeah lots of places said astral projection now it's not going to make you astral project no but it's a stepping stone for you getting into the right relaxed state yeah the altered state you need to do to do it yeah and they still said it's going to take several years of work to be able to do it but it can be useful in assisting you to get there lucid dreaming Chakra healing, as we mentioned, kundalini energy work, which if you listen to certain podcasts, that sounds terribly scary and horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> I don't know. That was also at the more, at the gamma level that that was listed yeah. against. And then tantric stimulation, which was also at the 30, 35, 40s to 100. So the options are endless. Like it could be anything that you can think of that you want to get there. Okay. So Michael Drake, who I mentioned before, he actually has like a step-by-step of what you can do. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm going to share that. He says all you need is a suitable sound file, which, of course, we mentioned before, YouTube, Spotify. Mm -hmm. Um, He did say that not all are made equally. He said that. Because this article is from 2008, it may have changed, but he Mm. said that some of the YouTube files don't tend to be very good quality files. Which they weren't then, so, yeah. Yeah, but maybe now they can do both sounds in two different ears, Yeah, you know. Certainly I found Spotify fine. And headphones, so you need headphones, obviously. I was just about to say, (laughs) if you're going to do this, it sounds like you probably need some good headphones or even just some headphones so you can get the two different sounds. Yeah, Yeah. they did say, like, earbuds work, but, like, noise-cancelling headphones are bit better because it blocks out like street traffic and yeah things like that. i would have to use noise cancelling yeah. ones <laughs> most definitely but they said buds were fine too mm. okay so he says dim the lights put the headphones on reflect on the purpose of your journey or work so that's still an important aspect is setting your intention yeah, intention. yeah. <laughs> liz just sort of cocked her head to the side like what the hell did i write i wrote founds on the sound which i think is a autocorrect <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming play the sound. <laughs> I thought focus on the sound. Oh, it is. It's focus on the sound. I remember Fuck writing I'm good. That. <laughs> um, However, you would have to actually play it first. <laughs> yeah. 
to it. Focus play. on the sound that you haven't played yet. And focus. And some of these can go for like eight hours. So like oh literally God. you can like focus on this. When we're talking about it. like um, psychosis, I think eight hours of that could induce psychosis in a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the ones that go for a really long time are the sleep ones. So I'm guessing people oh, okay, listen to true. them when they sleep. So I don't. Sleep. I don't think I could. My sleep's fucked up as it is. I'm not listening to that. I don't think I could even sleep with headphones no, on. I no. think that would be the biggest issue for me. Only <laughs> listening to sound for eight hours. No. Uh, okay, so close your eyes and then I put in brackets or don't if you're scrying. But soft focus. Yep, 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 yep. Enter trance state. So he says that when you're entering your trance state, you may start to notice like changes in body temperature, the the twitching. Like I, I twitch. Me too. You twitch. I, you're yeah, a twitcher. I noticed. Yeah. It's always my one of my fingers. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes also my foot. Oh yeah, foot goes. Okay, rocking. That's not something. And seeing colorful patterns. Now that's oh. something I do. I see colorful patterns. Every time I listen to binaural beats. So, oh, how interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that because it stimulates something in your brain. It happens for me when I meditate too. So I don't see, I don't see, you know how like some people can see like a screen. I see like lots of. I have of, trouble with the screen. I yeah. never get the screen. I just see like shapes that fold mm. in on themselves and mm. um, that kind of thing. And often some of them, it can be quite, quite vibrant, which is. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so I say that when I meditate okay. without this. So it means I get probably get into the fetus state now that I think about it. Okay, so um, and then they say don't analyse your experience, just be with it. So yep. they're like just get just familiar, go with, it. go with it. You can think about it afterwards. And then they say listen 10 – well, they say listen 30 minutes a day, but like seriously, you could just listen 10 because you can get into the state pretty quickly. Sit quietly, free of distractions, experiment with different frequencies to see what works for you. Don't let your cat in. Don't let your cat. Oh, yeah, cats would come sit on my face. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. want to sleep. It's really annoying. Flossie would sit on my chest and I wouldn't be able to breathe <laughs> like, if I was lying down. It's like, you're six kilos of giant cat. <laughs> I'm seeing a giant cat. Oh, wait. It is a cat. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's, that's oh. that. That's that. That's been oral beats. I'm really interested. I want to try it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. I do have something to tell you, mm. which you can cut this out. Mm. You were saying about like you, you just see shapes. Mm. In this book that I talked about mm. at the beginning, mm. they were saying um, a couple of times through it he talked about, you know, people say, well, I'm starting journey work. Mm. Aren't I just making it up? Uh-huh. And he said, yeah, part of it you are, mm. but part of it you're not. Mm. And... It's, he basically said, if you don't see anything, just fake it till you make it. Because yeah. most people will, most people will in the end. Yeah. And you interpret what you get yeah. in your way. Yeah. But it just, it was interesting because he said a lot of people said when they first started, they got nothing. They just had shapes. Yeah. Or colors. Yeah. And even that had like meaning. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was just reassuring because he said, even if at first, like, the, like the, the part you're led in, yeah, you're making that up in your head. Yeah. But you will be given information. So just go with it. Yeah, I just like that because I hadn't read that before. They're yeah. always like, oh, this is the visualisation you get to hear and this is how it should be. And he's like, yeah, but nah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. will be making part of it up at first. And that yeah. just felt really reassuring. I I find, like, I do see those, like the like I said, yep. the colours and the shapes and, mm. um, like, one of them I was shown like a big 
rectangular She's kind gesturing of yellow <laughs> thing, but I knew it was a hole. Yeah. I just I know what it is. Yes, 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 yes. It yes. just doesn't look. And that's what's important. Yeah. He said you'll know what it you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 And that's what all my meditations are like. Yeah. I kind of see them, but I feel them more energetically. I know mm-hmm. what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's often it, I it's taken a long time, but I get quite clear visualization. Sometimes I have no idea what it is, mm. like why it's important. Yeah. And other times I get a lot of information by just like you said just knowing it's like just know you see someone it's like oh i know that's yes this important person but they're just a person there it's not like they have a sign above their head that says i am important to you hannah pay attention to me (laughs) i am 10 year old bobby from down the road who's going to blah 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 (laughs) it's my life story here's my life story why i'm important to you personally At this very second in this visualisation, <laughs> you just know that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. It's like in dreams, how you just know yeah. things in dreams. Yeah, It's so difficult doing like any kind of dream interpretation, especially of writing down my dreams afterwards because it's like, oh, and I met this person. Here's the backstory of the person Yeah, that's actually important yeah. that I can't write all that down because I'll be here all day just writing yeah. my dreams out. Yeah, the whole book will be filled. Yeah. 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 It's really annoying. I've known them my whole dreaming life Life. yeah (laughs) yeah or you get weird impressions and it's almost like you're in this other life Mm. and you have all the memories and knowledge of that person then you wake up and you forget it's really annoying it's really annoying yeah because it's like this was important when i was asleep and this other person and now it's not and i don't remember anything reading that in that book like that that what's his name jeff 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 nixer nixer N-I-X-A. Yep. It's the first time I've read that. Like, yeah, you'll be making it up for a little while. And it was just it was just so reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of this work. It's like, yeah, at first you're just trying it out. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to meditation, even with the binaural beats, and it yeah. might you might be making up the first bit of it. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Just keep trying. Yeah. You might make up all of it. Yeah. But why did you? I think it's yeah. It's still like it's why still why why did you choose this? Yeah. Binaural beats sounds good. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, mm. me too. I definitely want to do more with it, and I want to incorporate it into my mm. practice more. And you know, like maybe if I I'm putting on a ten minute track, I'll yeah. do it every day rather than trying to find time to sit down and do a thirty minute. Thing. Yeah. So maybe thirty minutes on the weekend if you've got a set time to do something yeah but maybe not every day yeah mm. yeah i mean for me people. anyway yeah. like when i was talking to steve in the last podcast yeah. he was talking about how he does the lesser banny vanishing pentagram. ritual of the pentagram every mm. day really mm. i may not be remembering it right or there yeah. i may not be remembering the ritual correctly but that's actually quite it takes a little bit of time. He uh, he talks in the in the episode about how um, he has a really good meditation practice. Like he's been meditating, meditatoring, meditatoring, <laughs> meditatoring for ever. And like you know, like he's been to multi Since before he was born. That's right. Just kidding. <laughs> like multi, you know, like silent yeah. retreats and stuff. Like he's oh, yeah. really yeah. hardcore. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, he talks about doing it every day. Mm. So I'm like, well, if you can do that every day, I can definitely find 10 minutes. To, yeah, yeah. To- 
Yeah. And the other thing I'm, I'm I'm thinking I might make some playlists of different songs for oh, nice to idea. encapture different ed- energies. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, and good to yeah. listen to while you're like doing, even just doing like dressing a candle and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think especially if you have to do preparation for a ritual, so you're going out and you're picking some herbs, or you've got to do tend your garden and getting the herbs. If you have to go out and do something, sorry about the siren, and like sort of mundane work but it's around, you know, cleaning the ritual space, you've got to vacuum the floor, maybe yeah. not vacuuming because that's loud, Yeah. but, you know, like setting up the actual implements, not in ritual but you're getting ready to do the ritual, you're taking a ritual shower and you don't have other yeah. music that you yeah. want to listen to. You could listen to your playlist. Yeah. Especially in the more... Yeah, like I said, sort of mundane preparations where you're not in the ritual. Yeah. But you're doing things to get ready for it, like making food you're going to have in the ritual. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Could be good. Well, (laughs) saying that, when Mm. I was uh, getting ready for the Soween ritual, I was making a dish to share. Yep. And there was, uh, we had to learn two chants, Mm -hmm. uh, which I'm going to say up front, I hate wordy chants. I'm not into them. If they're over four lines, they're too big. This one was over four lines. Oh. So anyway, um, I had to make. I was making a stew. It took me like an hour to make it. So oh, the whole stew. hour I was doing it, I was yeah. saying the chant like I was trying to learn it. Yeah. And I was stirring it in. And I was like, yeah, this is kitchen witchery. And then I was looking at the recipe. And I was like, you need apple cider vinegar. And I'm like, I have four these vinegar. <laughs> and I grabbed it and put it in. So I had like this like really potent. Yeah. With good energy. Yeah. 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 So. Even though the chant was really long. Oh, my God, I hate long chants. Why? Why, people? If you're a wordsmith that can remember words and never stumble over them, then great. But, but can we, we we are not you. <laughs> Two lines. Please be kind. <laughs> Two lines is enough. <laughs> and I also feel like if I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I'm not going to be focused on raising the energy. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to effing remember the words. And I and I absolutely my pet peeve is rhyming chance. I hate them. If it's a cool rhyme, has to be very bloody cool. But if it's like forced, yeah. If it's rhyming for rhyming's sake, yeah. But if it's got a good rhythm to it, even yeah. if it doesn't rhyme, I think, yeah, if it's got a, like, if it fits a nice pattern, like yeah. the four, four, was it four by four, four over four yeah. one, yeah. Then, then it's cool. But yeah. 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 I don't have the memory for that kind of stuff now. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just don't think it's necessary for creating magic yeah. and raising energy. Mm. But like, if that's, I guess that's important to whoever created the ritual, but I, yeah. and I did it. Because you I'm did. a good participant. Yes, yes, you did, you did. And that's the thing, like it wasn't your thing but you were going to this like shared ritual so you still put in that effort. Yeah. Which yeah. to me is really respectful. Yeah. Even well, if you had to learn the part that you didn't want to say about Putin. Yeah. I mean that came in the circle. Like That was, that was the spontaneous part. That was spontaneous. Okay. Yeah. But, but still, you know, yeah. you went, you did yeah. what was asked and you yeah. participated, which yeah, yeah. to me is really respectful. Even if it was like, oh, this is so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was more about me fucking it up than, <laughs> than about it being long. Performance but. anxiety. <laughs> Performance anxiety. And, of course, like once you're in the ritual, sometimes just you get right into the moment yeah. and then you're like, oh, it's time to chant. 
I learned that five days ago. No, it wouldn't be that long ago. For me, it was five hours ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I totally would go in there and blank. I'd have to have it written down. Yeah, and they did. They had they had little sheets yeah. for people to read. But and I would probably yeah. like look at the first line and go, okay, got it. Yeah, can do it. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, and then off I go. But I'd need a prompt. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that person backstage when you're on stage performing is like prompt, prompt, and then they yell something at you. It's cool. <laughs> Um, all, all I ever think about is a unicorn says that rats are living in Australia. That's how I learned how to spell ara- Australia. Aurelia? Australia. What? <laughs> a unicorn says that ah. rats are living in Australia. That's how I learned it when I was a kid. I it has unicorn in it. <laughs> Fair. They taught you to spell in fun ways. I just had to learn by rote. Crazy because I went to Catholic primary school till grade three. <laughs> I went to Catholic schools always. <laughs> I think I learned that in grade three. <laughs> it had unicorns. You weren't going to forget it. Oh, no. God, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have nothing else. Do you have anything else? No. Thank you for listening. I quite liked this episode. I thought I liked your section. That was good. And, yeah, looking into music was surprisingly difficult. Maybe it was too broad. Maybe should have looked up something like trance, trance work, something a bit more specific gets more information. I feel that a lot of witchcraft sites, when they're they're talking about stuff, they're always very vague. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's even like that in books, like there's steps always missing. Yeah, I think, and I think it's because it's meant to appeal to the widest variety of Mm. people. So it, it, they don't want it to be too specific because it might not work for some people. When it, and when it's something really broad like a witchcraft general information site, I can see why they might do that. But it's almost, yeah, a lot of this was vague to the point of uselessness. Yeah. So, yeah, it's but kind of annoying. Well, you've got some good information together. and Yeah, I did find some, some stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think if I had of been looking at it from the point of trying to do something mm-hmm. it might have been better but I just wanted I really just wanted to know in detail like how people used music in ritual like how did people use yeah. music to craft spells like really specifically and that was a bit harder but I also don't know anything about writing music so it didn't help yeah <sighs> all right well we should probably wrap up because we've been talking for two hours and 13 minutes and 42 seconds. No, we haven't. We've been talking longer now. <laughs> <laughs> that 42 seconds, sorry. What's that? Ho bag witch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liz. <laughs> Liz, you didn't say ho bag bitch. Oh, damn. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> I think the only time that people have insulted people on this podcast has been me to you. <laughs> Hang on. I'm sure I've insulted you at least once. I've got to give as good as I get. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <sighs> All right. So where can people find us on social media? We have Facebook. I never remember where it is. <laughs> on Facebook? On Facebook. Uh, which is? Dot Bites. Bites podcast. Yeah. And then we have an Instagram. I do remember where everything is. I just don't remember <laughs> what they are. Witchy.bites. Yay. 
And we, we have an email address. Witchy.bytesatoutlook.com. Do we have anything else? We have a post office box. Oh, yeah. That's not on Facebook. That's not the internet, though. No. We have a P.O. box. It's P.O. Box 93, Hobart, Tasmania, 7001. And that's the one that I can't do because <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> I'll do the online stuff. You do the Yay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I remember what we have basically, but I don't remember what they are. Yeah. But I remember the P.O. box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get in contact with us if you have any interesting thoughts on this episode. Yeah. All the links will be in the show notes. Yeah. I hope I remember everything I have to send to you. Mm-hmm. I will. And thank you for listening. Yeah. We hope you got something out of it. I did. <laughs> Me too. Binaural beats. Yeah. I have to look some up. They're pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll catch you at the next one. Thanks all. Bye. Bye. Bye.